But my point is, imagine if we got to see the journey of Oprah, the journey of Bill Gates, of becoming successful, the nuggets we would have gleaned along the way, not just when they've arrived. That's what you have to look at it as. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I met my boy, David E. Simons, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Discover my gift, yeah, yeah. Hey, what's going on? It's David D. Simons, the Aku Share here. Uh, for those that don't know what an Aku Share is, it's a male midwife. Welcome to another episode of How I Discovered My Gift. I'm so, so elated to share with you today's topic, which is Do you need to be successful in your gift before you share your gift? I'm going to repeat that again. Do you need to be successful in your gift before you share your gift? For those that don't know, How I Discovered My Gift is the only podcast out there dedicated to helping you discover, develop, and distribute the gifts and talents that you have within you. So our whole show is all about gift discovery. It's the topic that I wish was taught in my elementary school, middle school, high school, college. It's the most important aspect to your success is your gift. That's what opens the doors. That's what gets you into places. That's what makes you successful in any endeavor. It's you doing the thing that comes so easy to you, right? And those things can be simple. So let's go ahead and jump into this. I got a lot of thoughts on this. It won't be too long, but I do have a lot of thoughts on it. So the short answer to the question, do you need to be successful in your gift before you share your gift is no, a big fat no. Let me explain why. When you think about your gift, it's something that you do easily, but it doesn't mean that it starts off in mastery. You and I have to develop that gift. We're not automatically world-class uh some people so there's some savants out there uh you know where people bump their head and boom i can play the piano like mozart or bach but the majority 99 percent of the other people have to go through the process of development so therefore the better the best way to share the gift is to share the gift. It's the, the best way to develop the gift is to share the gift. If you're not sharing your gift, it's hard to become successful at it. So it's actually something that helps you to become successful. So don't be afraid. So, so here's why I'm sharing this question, because a lot of people feel like I have to get to the pinnacle of my gifting, of my talent, of my ability before I start marketing it or positioning it or putting it out there and and sharing I'm an expert in this or sharing. And the truth is that you need to develop it and constantly develop it. But you also need 
to understand that the way you develop it is through sharing it and opportunities come through sharing it. So this is true. Your gift, no matter what state is in, is no good when you keep it to yourself. No matter what state it is, uh, whether you are a basketball player, you're just learning your athletic gift and, you know, and you keep it to yourself. You don't play with others. You're never going to nurture that gift. You need other people to experience your gift, to be surrounded by your gift, to be molded by your gift. You need all of those things. I can only imagine some of the greats of the world, the Mozarts, the um, Helen Kellers, the Serena Williams, the Oprahs, the Bill Gates, the Warren Buffetts. If they did not start sharing their gifts with others, would they be where they are today? And that, my friend, is the question to you. So a lot of people feel like I have to be this successful, uh, ultra successful author, ultra successful business person. And here's the truth. A lot of people don't realize that to be considered an expert, this comes from the John Maxwell Foundation, you only need to know 10% more than your audience to be considered an expert. Yes, you heard me correctly. 10% more than your audience. Am I saying don't strive to become better? No, I'm not saying that at all. But the truth is that most people aren't going to take the time to go study that extra 10% of basket weaving, right, of even audio production, of of tele, television uh, shooting and, and how to create videos, right? Most people aren't going to um, take the time to go learn it themselves. They'd rather trust an expert. And here's the truth. If you haven't gotten to the top of the mountain, but my goal is not necessarily the top of the mountain. My goal is to get to the next next peace in that mountain, the next step in that mountain, then you're the person I need. So that's what people fail to see. See, as you're waiting for people to, uh, waiting for yourself to get to the top of the top, the creme de la creme, there are so many people that need help on the bottom levels, on the middle levels. And here's something about education, the educational market, what people don't have to understand majority of courses, books, um, trainings are done for the beginner level. That says somebody free right there. Majority of the things that are done are done for the beginner level. So even the people that are at the are successful at the top, they're teaching you some beginner stuff. In most cases, the advanced people, the Um, People that are super highly advanced, they need specialized training, but they're a smaller percentage than the people who actually need help. Think about the small businesses in the world. The people that are the small businesses are the ones who need help starting the businesses, right? There's a majority of people that are in this category that I don't know what I'm doing. Then there's a smaller percentage of people that know what they're doing. So you have to understand that it is important for you to take an inventory of your expertise, 
which you have, if even if you don't believe you do, that you have this expertise that people need. And when you understand you have this expertise that people need, you can you can jump into a whole nother realm of serving and helping people. Okay, so I want to I want to imagine something for a second. Imagine if Oprah had an Instagram or Bill Gates uh, had an Instagram and they shared their their journey along the way, their whole process of Wow, you know what? I, I closed this deal at Harpo, or, or you know, when I was doing Microsoft, I realized uh, uh, that I can't be the developer. I need to hire developers. Uh, you know, I learned about delegation, and they're sharing the principles that made them successful along the way. It's interesting to note that there's this um, program out there called Masterclass, and these experts are sharing their knowledge, right? Stuff that people would love, would have loved to have ages ago, right? I'm thankful that it's here now. But my point is, imagine if we got to see the journey of Oprah, the journey of Bill Gates, of becoming successful. The nuggets we would have gleaned along the way, not just when they've arrived. That's what you have to look at it as. As you're going towards your pinnacle, your peak, your success, you have to understand there are people that would love and benefit from the journey. And that's my that, my friend, is what we have to do. Share that podcast. Share that book, that knowledge. Share that course. Share that idea, that sketch, whatever it is. Your ability, your talent, your speaking, your singing, your dancing, your strategy, your networking. Whatever you can do, you should share. Okay, so what I want you to understand is that you are robbing people if you wait to get to the top of that mountain. There's so many people that want what you have already. There's so many people that want to be where you are right now, even though you may not see. And I had I learned this from firsthand experience. Right. There are a lot of people Uh, Though I don't think I am near where I want to be, I'm striving towards it every day. There are people that want to learn how to get to some of the things that I've obtained or the results that I've been able to achieve through my life. They want those things now. And I'm if I'm focused so much on uh, I got to get to the peak and, and ignore these people that need help to get to where I'm. How human is that? I don't think that's fair. I think that's uh, a robbery, right? If I have something that my neighbor wants, um, they desire, and I've learned this. Um, So right now, one of the things that I'm doing, I never thought I'd be doing, um, I do run a digital marketing agency, I'm doing some digital marketing agency coaching. It's not something I try to sell or position, uh, but but there are people that want to have what I have in my business now, right? There are people that want the level that I'm on. Though I'm striving for higher levels, I've learned that also the best way to cement your learning is to teach and to get that knowledge out to other people. It is to share. It, it, it fine tunes your process and your thinking. So sharing is actually helping you. 
So you, I, I don't want to, I don't want to have this misconception that when I'm when I say, should you share your gift before? Um, should you, do you need to be successful before you share your gift? Am I saying don't strive for success? No, I'm saying strive to be the best that you can possibly be. But as you're striving to be the best, you should share. But here's the truth is you're going to have to practice. Deliberate practice is the real key to mastery and the key to success in any gifting. Um, it's, it's not about, you know, just having a gift. There's a lot of talent, talented people who do not put in the work, uh, who do not put in the practice. So LeBron James, I talk about LeBron and athletes because I love basketball, by the way. Um, LeBron James is not just great because he's he's talented. And he has a, he has a, um, a body that's built for a- athleticism sports because I say athleticism. He could be an amazing football player, a quarterback, anything, pretty much any sport he could be amazing at. But the point is, it's not just his talent. It's his work ethic. And if you um, hear some of the teammates that he's had, they'll always say that LeBron doesn't take a play off. He doesn't take a workout off. He doesn't take a day off. He works his gift like the person who doesn't have one. Ooh. You need somebody need to hear that. You need to work your gift like the person who's not gifted at it person that's not gifted at something sometimes they work harder than the person that's gifted but if you work like you're not gifted at something even though you know you're gifted oh my goodness that's when you get lebron's status that brother works at his gift and he's constantly improving he's 17 years in the game of basketball and still an elite performer that is unheard of it's not normal and the reason why he's doing he's becoming successful in that way is because he treats that gift with um, with utmost respect. So I challenge you to treat your gift with the highest level of degree and intentionality that it deserves. And and I want you to, to stop being afraid of the beginner levels because no one starts out Except for those savants out there, no one starts out as at the top of the mountain. Mitch Lombardi said the person at the top of the mountain didn't fall there. They had to go through the process. And you and I have to go through the process. We can't afford, avoid the process. We can't abort the process. You have to go through the process and you're going to suck. Even if you're talented with a gift, you may not be the best. You may not even be close to the best. A lot of people that were the are the best now were once not that good. They sucked. They weren't they weren't talented. One of my favorite actors, Denzel Washington, said he was terrible. It's terrible. Now we're one of the best actors of all time. So you don't start at the best. You become the best through deliberate practice and focus on your gift. So the reason you need to share that gift is because that's how you become the best. Your gift has unlimited capacity to grow and develop because you have unlimited capacity to grow and develop. This is so important to understand. Our gifts, though they are um, given, 
we're not confined to stay, stay where they are. They can be combined into your learning, what you've learned and uh, abilities and talents and um, know-how and there's learned skills, there's innate gifts, there's spiritual gifts. You can enhance your gift in so many ways to make yourself unstoppable and in demand. And when you understand that your gift doesn't have a cap, you can go to high, the highest heights possible and still not even tap into the full potential of your gift. So my hope for you from listening to this episode today is that you're going to start sharing your gift. You're going to start putting it out there because here's what happens when you share your gift. You're actually opening up open doors and opportunities. One of my favorite scriptures about gifts is the scripture that talks about when you or your gift will make room for you. Your gifts will make room for you. So your gift will, will, will open doors and give you access to people of influence. You get access to opportunities. I can tell you countless stories of, of this in other people's lives and in my own. But basically, I mean, here's a short one, short one, very short. I got to keep it short because we're about to wrap up. Um, I became an adjunct professor uh, because someone saw my teaching gift. I was um, supposed to present to this group. uh, I did present to this group at the 10,000 small business, Goldman Sachs, 10,000 small business. And... um, I was called in to come speak. Uh, I was told a day before. Um, they gave me a little bit of a bit about what, you know, who the, the cohort is. And I didn't have much information, but I prepared as best as I could. Because you got to prepare just because you have a gift doesn't mean you don't prepare. Prepared as best as I could. And then I started going over the different things. And the, there was a gentleman there who was one of the overseers of the program has now become a great friend and mentor. And afterwards he said, that was amazing. And he analyzed everything I did about how I, um, how I related to the room, how I shared the information. He's like, I haven't been able to get this kind of information out of them. And I've been with them for weeks. Um, and, and how I was able to really pour knowledge into them and give them value. And he, he, he's a he's a professor, so he analyzed all my teaching abilities, skills, and all this stuff. And I didn't I didn't know all those things, but he took me downstairs, said, "I am going to get you a position here." As an, and I already have a you know, digital marketing company. But what he didn't know is one of my goals was to become an adjunct professor, and uh, I was put on the, I was put right there on the spot. I didn't go for an interview, uh, a f- official interview to get the job. I went for a formality interview. Now, that is what I'm talking about, that if you're not sharing your gift, if I didn't, if I just turned that opportunity down, ah, you know what? I'm not prepared. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not a, a, a $10 million company. I can't share. What do I know? What can I do? That imposter syndrome kicks in. You don't know how many opportunities like that you're missing. I could have missed out on a great relationship a great opportunity just by not sharing my gift. Do me a favor and do yourself a favor. More importantly, 
and share your gift relentlessly everywhere you can, everywhere you go. I don't care what level you're at with your gifting. Share it. There are people that are waiting on you. I'll catch you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Be blessed. And remember, doers do. I searched all over the world, struggling to find it. Then I Dear listener, I would like to thank you so much for listening to How I Discovered My Gift with yours truly, David D. Simons. As a token of my appreciation, I would love to give to you my most important piece of work to date, and it's called the Purpose Gift Tape. It's a motivational mixtape geared towards helping you to identify your gifts, which ultimately lead to you discovering your purpose. This is a six-track album I poured my heart and soul into. It includes beautiful beats and amazing spoken word over it, and I'd love to give that to you as a free gift as a token of my appreciation for being a part of the community. So to get your copy, all you need to do is go to podcast.daviddsimons.com. That's podcast.david, the middle initial D, Simons, S-I-M-O-N-S.com and get yours today. Thank you for being a listener. I'll catch you on the next episode.